This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This is Optimal Parenting Daily, Episode 63, Digital Minimalism for Parents, by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OPD. I'm Greg Audino, your host and narrator, here with you seven days a week, reading to you from some of the best parenting blogs out there. Though today's blog isn't so much about parenting specifically. Cal Newport is a really popular writer who writes about all kinds of topics and has been featured all across our network, actually. This post, though, is for the parents, and it's all about digital minimalism, or how we can battle phone and technology addiction in our children. So without further ado, let's give Cal's work the floor and optimize your life. Digital Minimalism for Parents by Cal Newport of calnewport.com One of the more interesting things about being on the road promoting digital minimalism is encountering readers and learning how they're making use of these ideas. One such group that's particularly interesting to me is digital minimalist parents. I'm a parent, but the oldest of my three boys is only six, so I haven't yet directly grappled with the serious issues surrounding kids in an age of smartphones, making me eager to hear from those who are waging this battle now. As I've talked with more of these parents, a consistent reality has emerged. Smartphones and social media are a major problem for adolescents. To ignore it with a kids-these-days shoulder shrug is becoming increasingly unacceptable. Any successful attempt to instill in your kids a healthier relationship with technology has to start with modeling this relationship in your own life. This latter point is one that we parents sometimes don't want to hear, but it keeps coming up in my conversations. If you carry your phone with you at all times, checking it constantly, it's difficult to convince your kids not to do the same, no matter how many rules you set or warnings you deliver. In my book, I give some case studies of this parental modeling pushed to an extreme. A father named Adam, for example, used his smartphone constantly at home, largely for professional reasons. His business relies on SMS for a lot of internal communication. He began to worry, however, about the example this set for his daughter as she approached adolescence. So he made a radical decision. He got rid of his smartphone. A mom named Laura made a similar decision. She has refused to ever buy a smartphone because quality social interaction with her kid, as well as her family and close friends, are a top priority, and she worried that the addictive allure of an iPhone screen would distance her from the moments that mattered most. As you might expect, these decisions were inconvenient. Adam complained to me at the time about the difficulty of trying to tap out a text message on a nine-digit flip phone keypad. 
Laura talked about printing out maps before going somewhere new, as she doesn't have an app to navigate her. But I was also struck by how little Adam and Laura cared about these inconveniences. This makes sense in this context, as basically everything parents do on behalf of their kids is inconvenient. I think if you look up inconvenient in the dictionary, there's a picture of a sleep-deprived parent making a school lunch. What animated them more was the idea that they were doing something intentional to make their kids' lives better. Most digital minimalist parents I've talked with recently haven't gone so far as to give up their smartphones, but they share the same serious intent in reshaping their digital lives, even if it's a pain, to provide a better model for their kids. One interesting strategy I encountered, for example, is the so-called foyer phone method. In the evening, after work, you leave your phone in the foyer by the front door with your keys and wallet. If you need to look something up, you go to the foyer to use the phone. If you are expecting a call or text message that you need to answer, you put on the ringer, and if it rings, you go to the foyer. If you're bored during a commercial while watching TV, then you're just bored. It seems like a simple hack, but the result is that your interactions with your family become screen-free by default. You also avoid the micro-glances at your device as you go about your household business, glances you think are surreptitious, but that your kids are almost certainly taking note of and internalizing as a model of the phone's importance. With this method, the smartphone becomes a tool that you deploy for specific uses, not a constant companion. Another minimalist parenting strategy that caught my attention is making a strong commitment to analog social media. That is, real-world social activities, like having friends over on a regular basis, visiting with neighbors, hosting community or religious groups at your house. This demonstrates to kids, through example, the deep value of real-world relationships, an important message for a generation that has attempted to relocate their entire social existence into the low-friction world of Snapchat likes and text messages. A few weeks ago, Adam came to one of my book launch events in New York. He brought his daughter. The pride on his face underscored an important point. For most people, the embrace of digital minimalism is about improving the quality of your own life. But for parents, as I've been learning, it can be about something much deeper. You just listened to the post titled Digital Minimalism for Parents by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. Now, I am a big believer that if you want to be your best self in your relationships or in anything you do, you need to fuel yourself properly. And that's why I'm so happy to have this show sponsored by Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. You'll have over 35 options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale, and healthy options done easily. Not to mention it's flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing anywhere from 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime with no hassle whatsoever if something changes. So, head to factormeals.com slash optimal50, that's optimal50, and use code optimal50 to get 50% off. That's code optimal50 at factormeals.com slash optimal50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And a huge thanks to Cal for a really insightful post today. Two things we talk about a lot on this show that are highly important and come in many forms, minimalism and setting an example for children or others. This post blended the two really nicely, especially within the context of technology, which has become such an aggressive presence in our lives, let alone the lives of children, as Cal alluded to. I thought there were some great clear-cut strategies here, and those strategies go a very long way. You know, it's far easier to make progress when we are very certain of what tangible steps we can take to do something, um, as opposed to just thinking about it or trying to will ourselves to do it. When we reframe these feelings into concise steps and reflect on what we have to gain from them, such as making more time for our children and our peers, the struggle is much easier to deal with, if not gone completely. So, thanks very much for tuning in today, everybody. Unfortunately, we are all done. But I hope this post helped you and encouraged you to think about technology a bit differently. It's time to get going, but have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow in episode 64, where your optimal life awaits.